So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Simon. Alex. From In Case We Crash. And we're asking some questions today about their new single anniversary. I'm gonna start so congrats on that. By the way, guys, how do you feel about the response to it so far? Thank you. Yeah, um, it's pretty exciting. I feel like as the world returns to somewhat more normal, um, it's nice to put more music out into the world. And I think everybody's response is correlated with how happy they are in other areas of their life, being able to do stuff. So that's great. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Song bangs. Yeah. So. Yeah, sure. We tried. We tried some new songs. Tried some new things on the song with the video as well. We're stoked to put it out. Stoked people are liking it. Oh yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. But so, is there any meaning behind the single name or cover art? Pardon, I didn't quite catch the first half of that. Is there any meaning behind the single name or cover art? Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, like the name of the song is very. It's part of the whole like theme of the song, um, but you know it's about reflection too. Like you could say, like an anniversary is a point of reflection, and the meaning of the song is just about you know self reflection and trying to open up to more experiences in life and let people inside of your you know personal realm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then the artwork I think is just more related to our visual themes that we've been developing um, and just trying to invoke. Some nostalgia and just some more uh you know film photography vibes because we don't i feel like everything's a bit too digital these days so just trying to give people a little bit of a refreshing perspective mm. okay. uh, uh, just like a personal touch to connect to us a bit better fair enough uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the single yeah absolutely um we i mean of course like since everybody's been inside for almost two years like we we did everything pretty remotely. Um, I usually come up with like a shell of a song that has like basic arrangement and some ideas and stuff. And then I bring the other guys in and we kind of like over Zoom or Skype, we kind of like expand on the ideas that are already there. We tweak some stuff um, until we feel satisfied with the song. And then we take it and we record it. And in this case, I was the one who recorded it. So that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off of this track and the meaning behind it. For sure. Um, I'll go first, I guess. Um, in the second verse of the song, it starts off by saying, like, I guess I had an epiphany. And I started worrying about who I should be and how I should start to change my ways or I'll mm-hmm. find myself in lonely days. Mm-hmm. And I think that just kind of, it d- definitely just summarizes the song very well. How it's, you know, talking about self-reflection and trying to be a better person and allow more people into your life or else you'll be lonely and, and such. So that's, I think for me, that's like the lyric that I really attach to in that song. Yeah. I think to me, it's like the one in the bridge that says nothing else matters, but uh, nothing else matters. Just live for today mm-hmm. because I don't know, just the way Simon sings it, it hits me so hard every time. And it's just about like capturing experiences and experiencing life in the moment, not like being somewhere else or like, you know, the concerts or like, on the film but you're not really there you know what i mean so yeah. that's like the whole the whole lyric and like the video also that's what it is about for me okay that's good uh so where's your headspace at while you guys were uh, creating the single yeah it's hard to say because like i think we even started working on this stuff before i think even like our soul paint ep came out um you know we we, we had that done like the soul paint ep done for a while ago right like so from 
way back 2018. So we just had a lot of time to like write, to reflect and really think about where we want to go with our music. And so we, we wanted it to sound as authentically and I had to be at the helm producing it. And like, we tried to build a sound from the ground up rather than some producers might have a very cookie cutter sound. Yeah. So by putting ourselves in that headspace, we were able to really just like piece by piece, just decide everything. Like we want this to sound like this. We want to have it progress like this. We want to do things our own way. And I think that really came across in the uh, authenticity of the track. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Anything to add, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. Like I agree with that. It was nice because before we feel like we worked with producers or like, and I worked with producers. It was nice to be like apart from the sound and kind of decide, okay, what do we want to be? And how do we want to like build it? Um, And it was definitely like added a whole new level to the process because I feel like when you're doing it with a producer, you're relying on a producer to kind of tell you, okay, this part is good, this part sucks, and kind of mm-hmm. finalize those tracks and give it a final touch. But here you have to kind of be like both producer and a songwriter, especially Simon, I imagine, because he's the one who mixed those songs too. And he's kind of like, he always puts together the main shell. Uh, but it also feels like more accomplishing for me because we did it ourselves and we didn't have... Yeah. To have anyone to help us and we can just now we can just make music ourselves all the time yeah yeah. that's definitely like an achievement to have now that you have the ability to just make your music yourself now and not kind of like rely or lean on anybody that's huge it's cheaper too yeah yeah well yeah i mean it's a very expensive industry and and i think you know it's also liberating because you know as a lot of bands like if you don't have that option like you're you're very limited in what you can do and then you might fall, find yourself falling into some sort of a label trap where you, mm-hmm. you know the only way you can make music is by having a label pay for it but then they own everything and it's just yeah. you know it's just it opens up a window of more opportunity and just more like self uh sustenance you know we're yeah. kind of self-sustaining um so yeah it's just a it's a modern industry which is great oh yeah 100 that's awesome yeah so how do you recommend your listeners to check out this track for the first time? Should they put it on a car with friends? Should they put on some headphones, turn off the lights, listen to it in the dark? Should they play it at a party? Is it a workout track? What do you guys recommend? Definitely like a low key, like I think it's it's a self by yourself kind of track. That's probably like first and foremost where you can really listen to everything going on and you could hear yourself in the song and reflect on your own experiences in your mm-hmm. life and maybe Hopefully it'll open your mentality up to, you know, letting more people into your life and making the most out of like personal relationships and such. Um, so I'd say, yeah, like alone, maybe headphones or, yeah. you know, if you're on a, if you're on a nice walk, um, I think that's like a good circumstance. To me, it's like when you're like on the road trip alone, just like driving to see your friends in like the fall and you put out that song where you're like on the way to see them kind of like by yourself driving. Okay. Oh. So it's a fall track then. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a fall or some summer track. End of summer to me. Yeah. End of summer to me, like to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Just as like the song is a bit of like a transition for us, it's also a transition. It's kind of like a seasonal transition kind of song, you know, okay. change and whatnot. I um, love that. I love it so much. So this question should be super, super quick, off the top of your heads. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Sorry, I didn't quite get the describe the singles what? Uh, in three words. No more, no less. Describe the influence? 
the single. No, the single. The single itself in three words. Oh, okay. Reflective, mm-hmm. uplifting, mm-hmm. and emotional. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, I would say the vibe and then uh, emotional as well. Well, yo, you can't steal my word. Come you on. Can't, <laughs> can't steal yours. Okay. Um, I guess like self-discovery kind of thing. Uh, self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Openness. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's yep. good. I love those. Uh, so, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this track to invoke in your listeners? Uh, yeah, definitely like self-reflectiveness um, and kind of self-awareness, right? Like we're too often unaware of how our own actions influence the people around us and influence what we might think like, you know, like, why is it everybody else's fault? Or like, why is everybody else like this? Why don't people hang out with me, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. And we we too we don't often enough like question our own actions and how they've oh, sorry, um, you, you know nobody really do anything in this life sorry oh, um, as I was saying uh, yeah if you didn't catch that we don't question our own actions often enough and really like you know people don't owe us anything and but if you just put your best foot forward and always trying to make the most of the things like you'll really like find better relationships find better enjoyment in our life. Um, so I think that's probably my headspace. Yeah, I, think I wanted to actually add to that. Yeah, like there was a point where I felt like, okay, everyone's like changing and none of my friends like kind of belong to me. And like all it kind of took to change that was just like put myself out there and open up more. And then I found people who have similar mindset to me and who I became friends with. And it's all like life is all constantly changing. But I think like if you don't put yourself out there, you won't find people who connect to you. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so what band artists influence you think you can hear the most on this track? Like what other artists? Um, it's hard to say. Like we, like I said, we really tried to like start from like our own formula here. Like we tried not to look at any other band, and but we just did what we felt comes actually. But that being said, like, I mean, also from feedback from a lot of people, it seems like obviously the story so far influenced pretty heavy on there. A lot of people are saying it's knuckle puck. So I would also. Somebody online said today, it sounds like a mix of the starting line and the story so far. And I can kind of hear that. Okay. I get that. Yeah. And and those bands are obviously like big influences for us. So that makes the most sense, I'd say. Oh. Sounds good. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? <laughs> Nothing. That stuff's poison. <laughs> no, come on. You have to pick something like grapes. Like, come on. I will get like a trail mix and all dressed chips. I don't know if you know what that is. Wow. All dressed chips Canadian. are so fucking good. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other instances where I have we have like been at a gas station and I'm like, oh, what I get? I'm hungry. I think yeah, like a granola bar or like one of those kind of like protein bars that are not too sugary. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, not probably that. And okay. I'm gonna be the exact opposite of Simon and get something that's like unhealthy for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the polar opposites. Uh, so, ready? Oh, don't forget. Sorry, Alex would also get a thing of Gatorade. But <laughs> yeah, I will Wait, get a blue Gatorade. I will get blue? a blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taste. Right. Taste. Um, so, where do you guys see the band in the next five years? 
Um, I mean, we, you know, we can hope for the best. Of course, we want to be pushing this as far as we can go and to like the greatest heights that we can achieve. Um, but the, at the end of the day, like I just, what I'm really committed to is always putting forward like our best music and really honing our craft, doing everything as much as we can ourselves and just like being an all encompassing like act. So we don't like, so if you step into our realm, our music, you like, there's a vision, there's aesthetics, there's videos. It doesn't really feel like we're competing for out of like all the noise out there. Like you just, mm-hmm. if you want to listen to us, you step into our world. You can watch, you can listen from album to albums, front to back. And I think, yeah, rather more just that we're creating the art that we want to be and that I'm, we're getting better at making songs mm-hmm. in five years and hopefully touring more and to greater extents. But, you know, we'll take whatever bit of success we can get and we'll be grateful for it along the way. I just want to make people feel like I felt as a teenager discovering my favorite bands and like going to shows and mm-hmm. what that feeling like brought me and how it like, help me find like friends or people that I felt like I belong with where I didn't have those people I want to do that but for other people and I don't know my personal goal is I want to do a full yes tour in like within like a year or two mm-hmm. okay. that's amazing all right mm-hmm. uh, so for these last couple of questions we're actually going to shift away from music if that's okay with you guys oh yeah it's all good we, we talk about music all the time so it's fun <laughs> to talk about other stuff like humans right. you know mm-hmm uh, so we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Nice, a nice bowl of authentic ramen with Ooh. just some, just, um, I mean, it's like, that would be my last food meal. If it was my last drink, it'd be something completely different. that doesn't go with a meal. It'd be like a nice espresso, like a double espresso with some sparkling water on the side. Mm. Um, but or yeah, if it had to be all one meal, yeah, a nice bowl of ramen and some buble. That, that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would get like a a huge burrito, mm-hmm. probably like shrimp mixed with like sweet potato mixed, just just an amazing burrito, like the best burrito ever in my life. And then I yeah. would get like bubble tea. Oh okay. yeah, so true. It's a great Good answers. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Mm, fictional world. Maybe Marvel Universe. That just sounds fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I'm thinking something from like an anime. I'm trying to think Ooh. which one. I mean, I, I love, I think the Naruto world's pretty sick and it, that would fulfill my childhood dreams if I was mm-hmm. Or Pokemon. What am I saying? Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. Oh yeah, sure. that's like my second choice. Yeah, I mean that. I feel like all of us love Pokemon, so. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite color? Green, even though I'm wearing blue. Blue is like my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green is sick. You know, I have a hard time picking favorites of anything. Which is me. I love, like, I love a lot of things equally. I like, um... Like since I'm like a guitar nut, I love like a tobacco sunburst kind of color. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff it just invokes happiness yeah. whenever I see it. So I'd say that like a guitar tobacco sunburst finish as a color, even though it's it's multi it's a multitude of colors. It's like three or four in one. Everything you think about just links to guitars essentially. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Guitars are life. What can I say? 
Um, so as Gloria said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? I mean, our new song, if anybody's listening and they haven't had a chance to check it out, please do. It's called Anniversary. You can find it YouTube, Spotify, or anywhere else that you listen to music. And I, I'm sure if you like pop punk and everything going on, you will enjoy this song. We're also playing the comeback show, our first in like over a year and a half in Toronto at Sneaky D's on November 5th. So if you're in your area, come hang out. We're going to be playing our EP in full. So it's going to be a good time. Hell yeah. So All exciting. Right. Uh, well, thank you for <laughs> seeing this, guys. This has been In Case We Crash and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>